Um, yeah, Mike, we're recording. <laughs> I've missed you so much. I know. It's been forever. Missed you yeah. too. And it feels like my life has no meaning and purpose. Just kidding. That's a, that's a lot of pressure to put on you. I'm just joking. It doesn't feel like that. But I honestly have missed having these conversations um, in a big way. Yeah. And so today we are going to be uh, chatting about, we're going to be finishing up the Living Authentically Challenge, right? The questions. Um mm-hmm just in closing off this chapter of what we were doing. And then we are going to be announcing what we're going to be doing next. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. So day 20, which we're going to be discussing today was all about like looking at our core values, our strengths and our purpose, and then writing a mission statement for our own lives. And the day started off with a quote by Jeanette LeBlanc and it goes as follows. Go now and live. Experience, dream, risk. Close your eyes and jump. Enjoy the free fall. Choose exhilaration over comfort. Choose magic over predictability. Choose potential over safety. Wake up to the magic of everyday life. Make friends with your intuition. Trust your gut. Discover the beauty of uncertainty. Know yourself fully before you make promises to another. Make millions of mistakes so that you know how to choose what you really need. Know when to hold on and when to let go. Love hard and often without reservation. Seek knowledge. Open yourself to possibility. Keep your heart open, your head high, and your spirit free. Embrace your darkness darkness along with your light. Be wrong every day once in a while and don't be afraid to admit it. Awaken to the brilliance in the ordinary moments. Tell the truth about yourself no matter what the cost. Own your reality without apology. See goodness in the world. Be bold, be fierce, be grateful. Be wild, crazy, and gloriously free. Be you, go now, and live. How does that make you feel? I think that's great. I mean, there's so much in there that I feel like I can relate to at this point in my life. Uh yeah, it's a, it's an, that's a, it's a great quote. Okay. How does it make you feel? Bring your energy up a bit. Um, how does it make me feel? <laughs> I've told you, I'm so, I haven't slept well oh. in so long. I'm like, that's I'm so finally weird. feeling like, like I'm not in pain from those wisdom teeth. Like this bottom one. I know we're kind of going off, but this bottom one, like the radiating pain through my jawline was, I mean, for like a week. And I just couldn't, I didn't wake up and I couldn't sleep. And like, I've been taking all kinds of uh, anti-inflammatories and like antibiotics. And so I think my body just doesn't know what's going on. And have you been working out? (laughs) Why do you ask? Because you're such a miserable human, if you don't I, work out, I didn't. I have been. I had. I have. Oh, you have good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. I am a miserable human if I'm not working out. And I love miserable, you. I miserable. I had to. I mean, and I couldn't do it I like thought. I would normally work out, but um, I had to do something. Otherwise, yeah, I'd lose it completely. Lose my mind. Yeah. Okay. Well, I traveled too, right? So, like, and it was quick. So, there's no real adjustment to anything, which yeah. is always kind of tough. But tough. Lack of sleep kills me. 
I mean, no, I haven't got more than six hours and, and that's not good for me. Like I need like seven to eight consistently, six hours. Like I don't function well. I used oh, to be, able I, to. I just can't anymore. Oh, it's terrible. I had like, oh God, I shouldn't admit this out loud, but I had like two hours sleep on Sunday. Oh, I hate that. Uh, well, yeah. But like, like I just was like, this is, what am I doing? I started beating myself up like crazy. Like you're falling into a spiral of like, um, yeah. you know what, I mean? like, what is wrong with you? You're the worst person in the world. Like you're letting go of all your dreams. You should be responsible. You're not allowed to have fun. And I'm like this, like this, like voice in my head just Ugh. beating me up. Like what the heck? I'm telling you, I have that voice. What the fuck? It is debilitating sometimes. It's oh brutal. my god. Just cr- soul crushing. Yeah, I went out with my sister and my cousin, which was actually so fun. a really good time. Oh. But I, I just don't drink like that. And I don't even drink. drink. Like, I know, I know. And and I don't drink like that. And I don't, I don't like to, though we did have fun. But man, that next day, I was just like, you are the worst. You're a piece of shit. How so dare I just you went for a run and go went out for a run, <laughs> feeling terrible. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, I am going to punish myself so and go weird. run right now. You are, you were like, I'm going to punish myself. I'm going to go run. I can't relate to that at all in any way, shape, or form. No, it's a stupid like. That's the dumb mindset I have sometimes, right? Like, it's, it's the same thing with people who like eat a bunch of crappy food and then go work out. It's like, oh, you're going to do something bad for you? You better. Yeah. Do something right now that you can feel good about, right? Like, screw it. Put on the headphones and go for a run, you know? You know, it works. I did. I did feel better. I did. Oh, good. Okay. Well, that makes me happy. But, yeah, I mean, it's just difficult. I think I'm so hard on myself, so freaking hard on myself. And it's crazy. And I I need to try and understand why I have this, like, aversion to allowing me to have fun. Well, you know, that's a good question. Um, because I'm, I'm hard on myself too. And I, I do, I will tell you this. Since starting this challenge, these last, well, how long have we been doing this now? I mean, we, we, you know, or, or at least like doing the podcast, but what has it been? A couple months? Yeah. Yeah. Like it has definitely forced me to really look deep and start trying to like just for lack of a better way to describe it work on things right discover things work on things like bring things up from the depths that i've just buried over the last 43 years i did round up right there because we are yeah, essentially totally 43. Did. I'm like, we're not 43 i did yet. We are 43. That's, oh, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> we have a couple of months. A couple of months? We have a month. Oh, let's not get into details. Like, carry on. <laughs> carry on. And it has been, I mean, it's great because it has to be done. I do think it has to be done. I think there's, like, not only is there, like, this kind of judging voice that I have with myself, critical judgmental voice but there's also like i've have like an anger that's so deep inside me that i've discovered like it and now i'm like now i can pinpoint it now i'm like i'm pissed 
And it is deep, deep inside, like my gut is where I feel it. And I can use it to my advantage. Like, it's really interesting because if I, if I go lift heavy, I'm, I'm going to back squat or deadlift or something where like, I really need to tap into something. Like I'll listen to songs and they're not angry songs. They're usually songs that bring up some really shitty part of my past. They're not angry. Usually pretty sad. Actually, it's slow, which is kind of strange in itself, but so, it sparks this fucking rage inside of me. And I know once that happens, once I can tap into that, like, I'm not going to miss the lift. I just won't. There's no way. Wow. And I don't. That's incredible. And it is incredible, but it's like, well, you know, like I don't need to, I shouldn't, I don't want to hold on to that anymore. Even, even for things like that. Like I just don't want to hold on to it anymore because I think, I think due to like certain circumstances, like I am just constantly replaying the past neurologically over and over again. Like even if I'm not like, physically think if i'm not thinking about it, i'm not like looking at the pictures and the, like the segmented pieces of what has gone on the feeling of it i think just keeps going an interesting thing that i'd started to really think about too is i look at like my divorce the last relationships all these things and they all have a very similar somewhat seasonal pattern to where yeah, like even like, you know, asking for the divorce and then working through that and then like really feeling terrible about myself about it and, and doing things I shouldn't have been doing, all this stuff. Like that all happened around like the holidays and then February and March were chaotic the, um, and, 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 and it keeps playing. But the interesting thing about that is the last set of holidays before my dad passed were terrible. Like I remember looking at him and seeing like, already seeing somebody who was dead, like his eyes were just black. There was nothing in there, no light. And I remember that because I remember, and I can look at pictures and you can, you can see it in pictures. It's really wild. Like there's nothing, no light. Oh like it's, it's a very strange thing to look at. And then in February he passed and then it was like, that was it. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I ever really figured that one out, you know? No. And I think there's like, I don't know. Like I do think like I have put myself in this pattern and I, and that's where I feel it. I feel things start to really fall apart around that time of year. And then I spend the next few months just trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing. And, it, and it's interesting that this all kind of happened around those times too. Um, so but, I, and I never recognized it. So I guess my point is to all of this, my point to all of this is like, there's, I have now been able to recognize feelings and patterns and things that have been happening over and over and over and over again in my life. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. I love that though. Yeah. God, that's huge though, that recognition of these patterns and that you can like see how seasonal it is and how you're on this repeat, like this loop that repeats itself Non-stop. constantly. And I feel like that's how everyone operates but without awareness and so bringing like consciousness to it and you know what's so interesting you know the book that we're going to be talking about have you started it mm. uh, George Spender's i finished chapter one show? yeah i finished chapter one i'm on chapter two and it's all about getting stuck in this trauma cycle and it is how to break and, free from it. and we're living yeah oh totally i've been reading finally reading i've had this book forever like i'm almost been afraid to read it 
What is it? Because I, Tubs. it's uh, the body keeps the score. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and I've been reading that, and I'm I'm pretty far along in that one. Um, so I'm kind of going back and forth, but I'm like, oh my! I mean, I'll read stuff in there, and I'm like, goodness gracious! Like, could you? I, I mean, I should have read this five years ago. Oh my god! Isn't that always the thing with these bookstores? I'm like, why can't I read this earlier? But you know what? You weren't ready. The yeah, right well, that's the thing. Come at the right I, times. I had it. I've had it, and I knew like when I read it and I really, and, and, and I knew I'd identify with stuff with it, right? Like I just knew I would, but I had to be ready to identify with it and start trying to make some change. Now I will tell you this, like I, I, there's recognition. There's this, like, like I want to change it all. Like I need to, but I still find myself falling into stupid, dumb behaviors. But like now I can pay attention to them. Like I'll do something. And I'll be like, that just felt meaningless and empty. Like I'm done. I don't, you know, like, and it's like, all right, well, and it's kind of like with this one, it's like, well, you got to make mistakes and all that shit. Right. Like, I know. I was thinking about this this morning though, you know, there's this saying, and I don't know exactly what it is, but it's like, I, and like wise people learn from other people's mistakes. Right. And I was like, I will never be a wise person because I fully need to take and learn those mistakes from myself <laughs> seriously uh, like i cannot right. look at somebody else so and be like true. i'm not gonna follow that path like fuck that i want to feel and experience fully and deeply every yes. aspect of life as shitty as it is and then i want to beat myself up about it but you know what i would rather live like that than than not feel and not experience and not you know have the full experience of being alive which is what this challenge was so much about totally I guess like you and I, we just, uh, we just help, we just help be- people become wise, right? Like learn from me. <laughs> just look at how we fuck up constantly. Oh my God. Okay. Wait. Okay. Let's, let's discuss the, the questions. Okay. So the first question here was reflect on your core values. And I think we've been through this so many times. Um, so what, like with, with the core values and stuff, it's what, what came up for you again? You didn't list them out, did you? Uh, no, but the one thing I did write on this one, um, is like this, like recurring theme of stability and it's like financial and, you know, work and all these things, like looking for stability. And it's like, well, nothing like that's ever going to be stable unless I start figuring out, like, I need to become stable. You know what I mean? Like I need to work on my shit and work on my own stability within myself. And then, and then, like, otherwise, how? Because that's the only how thing the you hell have control are... over. Right, right. So how the hell am I, like, expecting all these other things to become stable and exactly how I want them when, like, I'm not even that? Like, it doesn't even make sense. So that was part of it where I was like, okay, all right, stop looking externally and asking why these things aren't the way you want them to be. And now it's time to start looking internally. Go within. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my core values were expanded from three to three million. No, I'm just kidding. Always, fa- <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, always family and friends, authenticity, abundance, freedom, passion, success, love, untamable, and wildly free. I like that. The those, freedom has popped up so much for you throughout this. Freedom these, uh, constantly, challenge. like this freedom. Yeah. 
yeah, just freedom to express myself and be who I am. But I am so, I'm such a critic of myself. Like when I don't confine to this voice in my head that I think was, you know, a a parental voice or a school voice, it's, it just fucks me off. Anyway. Okay. Unique talents. What are your unique talents? Unique talents. This is always a hard one for me, right? Because like what talents are unique? I mean, unless you're like some, some oh, stop overanalyzing. Expert. What talents do you have that you like about yourself? <laughs> stop. Okay, just stop. Like uh, you don't have okay. to have a PhD in the subject to actually like own it. Okay. All right. 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 Um, you know, like compassion, empathy, like this need willingness to help others is something that tends to pop up and it has for so long in my life and i do think i don't know i think it's from uh you know what it's probably from it's really interesting it's probably something that i needed at some point so i'm just trying to do it you know what i mean like i feel like as oh totally Everything that we are able to give others is something that we've had to be able to give ourselves. Yeah. I'll tell you mine and then we can go back to yours because I think what you said is, is spot on. So my unique talents is I have the ability to make people or help people fall in love with themselves. I'm a great leader. I take action and I'm courageous. I stand up for what I believe in and I'm willing to fight for it. Um, I have a great, I have great energy. I'm super creative. And this is, I said, I'm a fun, sexy goddess. And so (laughs) I'm going to start. You're so good at these. I'm not really, because I promise you, okay, I'm sitting here. I'm actually fucking cringing saying these things out loud. But if we don't start changing our own narrative, like no one else is going to be changing this for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Back to you. Unique talent. Yeah, and I think like, you know, I feel I'm going to have a high level of intelligence. I feel like I've always done a really good job of bringing people together. So creating a team, bringing people together. Um, Same thing with like leadership skills, those types of things. Yeah. You're a fun, sexy goddess. I am not a goddess. <laughs> Maybe a god. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love that, Ornus. You are so fun. You really are. I could be fun. You are one of I the most fun. fun people I know. You're one of my, my favorite. You're honestly no, I, one of my favorite people to hang out with. Like when we're together, we love so much. It is. It is a lot of fun. I know. I know. Do you feel like you've no, I do think I'm you fun. just seem so like dark and boring right now? I need, I need like, well, I'll tell you what, it's super, here's another interesting thing. Like I said, I, I, I think I'm, I'm just way more aware of things. Right. So I did, I went to go visit family, which was absolutely great. I love it. it was such a cool break from everything. And, I love seeing my mom and my sister. My, my brother's doing really well. And, oh, God. Uh, his daughter was there. And, like, 
my mom's fiance, Henry, Henry's just an amazing dude, my, my nephew. But there is something now that I notice, like when I'm there that it, I, I tend to, I tend to, there's a lot of like falling back into the past when I'm around my family and thinking about the past. And and that gets hard. That's hard. Right. So like it's, it's this weird, like tension of like, wow, I love it. And I love being there and we had a lot of fun and I can't wait to go back. But then it makes me remember things. Right. And then I leave with like these feelings of like, Oh, and like, I don't know that I've ever completely been aware of that outside of just like the feeling of it all, but like starting to pay closer attention to my thoughts and my conversations and things while I'm there, I really started to notice like, man, like this stuff just keeps coming up. So it's not that I'm dark. It's not a dark, it's not a dark spot. Like I don't, like, I actually feel pretty good about it. Like, I, I'm just trying to figure it out. Um, I feel good about it because it's like, okay, well, now, like, I seem very aware of, like, what's been going on. Um, I mean, I think that's so important. I think, um, have you ever heard the term Dark Night of the Soul? No. It sounds very Batman-ish. I like it. <laughs> it actually existed before Batman. But anyway, it's like a kind of death that your ego dies um, and it's painful and it's hard, but it takes you into a different space of being. And I think like so much, and I'm going through one myself as well, is like just questioning this reality and these attachments and these labels and um, like these these uh, illusions that we that we live according to and really like shattering that all and seeing what's real and what's not um, i think that's the thing like that's the part where i'm i'm terrified but at the same time looking forward to is like okay yeah if i can take the time to remove all the shit that is just piled up over the last 43 years like what's left who's there yeah yes yes Yes. You know what I mean? And like, yes. it's tough because like you use, you use all that stuff as like survival. It's like a survival mechanism for me is to use pain and suffering, all these things to protect myself and to feel strong. And to like, like that's what I do. And yeah. it, to be honest, it's also a, a way for me to like make excuses sometimes for shit I do, right? Like I could use it for anything, but I, I don't want to, like, I need to get rid of it. Totally. So I just Googled this um, and the, the, I like this definition of it. The dark night of the soul is a breaking away from the illusions of fear and ego to shift our alignment and values to what is real and true, the connection to the divine and ultimately pave the way for your life purpose and mission here on earth. I like that. Isn't that beautiful? I'm going to write it down. So I can send it to you if you want. Yes, please. Because technology exists. But if you want your pen, oh, and not, not by a letter. 
I'm gonna mail it. I, my my pigeons are ready to fly to you. My messenger pigeons. You do have birds, okay. so I don't know. Too many. Okay, what is my purpose? Did you write this down, or did you just write your mission statement? Just my mission statement. Okay, well then I'll just read. What's mine your purpose? Yeah. I'm so good at making writing stuff out. Um, to be of service, to uh, to be of service, to help people fall in love with themselves, help people find and build community of wildly free, untamable hearts, driven by passion and motivated by love, where expansion and growth is encouraged and acknowledged, where we dance and sing in ecstasy, connected and guided by something greater than ourselves, while finding a common force, a sense of pure intimacy and worth, and the most intense, insane connection to to each other and ourselves that make us fall in love with the experience of being alive because we are able to embody connection, passion, love, success, and abundance collectively. So good. You wrote all that? Uh, yeah. See, you know, like, if I think As about As opposed my... to what? Like, got it off the internet? Oh, put it no, into no, chat no. GPT? Like, I just, it... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> chat GPT, right. tell me my purpose. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it right let, now, let actually. AI, explain to me what my purpose is. <laughs> what is my purpose? I do okay, think my purpose, I do think my purpose is, is to help others. And then, yeah. like, as it's, as it's evolved over the years, you know, so one, I think my purpose, okay, for one, I'm really thinking about this. My purpose is to become the best version of myself. Like that's my, that if, if there's one purpose that will help me do everything that I feel like I can and want and should do, it is I have to become the best version of myself first. Otherwise, fuck it. It doesn't matter. I won't do it. Right. So that's my purpose. If I think about the one purpose on this earth, it's like, that's what I need to be focusing on is building myself up and being as solid as I possibly could be. Cause then I could be a good father. Then I can help people. And I think in terms of helping people, like it's, it's, it's evolved. Like it's like fitness and health and all these things. And I do think over time where I'd really like to go is. I, like if I was to pinpoint it and go to a very specific population, like mental health and then working with people who are maybe family members, I guess you can say friends, just, but survivors of somebody who has committed suicide. That's where I'd like to focus on. Cause I think, I think that it is such a, I mean, there are a lot of hard things in life. So there's, and it always depends on the, but it's such a hard thing that there's no explanation to it. Like there's just, and there's just like, there's such a like hole once that happens that it's really hard. I don't know that you ever fill it, but there's, it, it is. I mean, for me, I'd like to figure it out for myself and then try to help others because it is, it is brutal. I I don't love that you had to go through that, but I love that you have connected with that. And because it's the first time I've ever heard you say that ever. I don't talk about it. Exercise related. No, your purpose stuff. It was always fitness in, in, in me knowing you. 
No, I know. And that's the thing. Like I, I've spent the last, I mean, that happened in 2009. I don't, what is it? What year is it? So 14 years. Yeah. The last 14 years, like I just don't talk about it, ignoring it, almost acting as if it didn't happen. Now in my head, it's happened a million times, right? Like I see it, but it's all fragmented. Like I see, I see pieces of it all the time, daily, mm. you know, all of it. But it's like, oh. and that's where I think I just, I, I just get stuck in. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly like vigilant and, and, and aware and like hyped up. And I don't want to do that anymore. And I want to help myself and, and, and I'd like to be an advocate to help others. I love that. So I actually volunteered for a organization out here. I haven't heard anything back, but. Um, you applied to volunteer for it? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'd love to just do that. Like, I, I'm not even as a, I mean, the, in terms of like what my purpose is in terms of my career, my career can be my career and always be health related, but I'd love to just volunteer and, and, and just give my time and, and a part of me to an organization like that to help out. That's so. I, mean, be paid. Then, I don't even care about being paid. I'm and, then, to do it. and then you say, well, because I don't think either of us are really driven by money, but to have a purpose that's not connected to your security and your stability financially, I think is so beautiful. I think it's so yeah. important. Yeah. You know, and then your identity so, isn't necessarily tied up in that. Anyway. Yeah, I know. So hopefully something like that pops up and hopefully hear back from this other organization. But yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay, what brings you the most joy now that we've? I mean, I think it's the, my kids. And it's and, and being specific, like, there are a few things about my kids that bring me the most joy. And one is, like, when any one of them will sit down with me and and tell me what's going on in their world. Like anytime my kid, either one of them sits down and wants to talk to me about something that's bothering them, it, like, I don't even, I don't know how to explain to you how it, how it feels. And I'll tell you, I, I do think it's because I never had that. You didn't? Never. Not once in my life. And all the shit that went on, from childhood through, like nobody sat me down and was like, Hey, you good? You need to talk. And so when my, when I can do that and my, and, and we can talk like it, that's like as hard as it is sometimes to hear like what they're going through. Um, yeah, it melts me, but you know, and like, other things too, obviously with them, like I love their imagine, like being yesterday, you, like what brings me joy yesterday, I'm watching one of my daughters play soccer and the other one's bringing me through this like imaginary, uh, um, um, wow, really does can't think and like, um, uh, imaginary, like, um, obstacle course, sorry. Oh, and yeah, and I'm just following her along through it. And like, I'm in her little world 
of imagination and obstacle courses and things we're avoiding and moving through this stuff. And it's like, those are the things that bring me joy. I love that. And I don't, I, I know I don't, not the best at it, at being present when they're around. And I think it's because there's just so many other things that go on inside my head. Yeah, that's where I want to get through. Like, that's what I want to get to is like work on stuff enough to where I could really be here and only here with them. Like that's, that's the goal. Yeah. And I think that's why the um, George Spencer's book is going to be so good for us because that's what it's all about. Part of the process is is meditating twice a day, right? To get into that state of connecting with the, the, like the, the subconscious and and like learning how to be present in our, like as we are without this like constant bombardment of like, craziness that's going on my head all the time all the time all the time i mean we've been we've had a rough couple of months i mean i mean we're yeah you know but yeah it's been rough it's been it's been been fucking rough but i think okay we have like eight minutes left i know you've got to go read me your mission statement please Discovering true stability within oneself is a transformative and liberating experience. This requires shedding the layers that hold us back, the pain, the suffering, and the loneliness that we cling as shields against confronting our true selves. Yet deep down, I know that change and unpredictability can be daunting and evoke fear within me. For now, but now, it's time to embrace the moment of release. It's time to confront every aspect of my being, extending compassion and forgiveness to myself. I deserve to embrace all that life has to offer. The repetitive cycle I find myself in does not define me, and I no longer have to tread its well-worn path. It's time to break free from these constraints to embark on a journey of self-discovery and personal liberation. By doing so, I allow myself the opportunity to fully flourish and embrace my true potential. Oh my gosh. That's so That's why I didn't write anything written. else. <laughs> that was amazing. That took, yeah, well, thanks. Well, if there was one beautiful thing about the challenges that we got you to write out, <laughs> <laughs> like a really gorgeous mission statement. How beautiful. Um, thank you. Do you read that to yourself daily? No, I should. I should put it somewhere. Yeah. All right, let's hear yours. Uh, No, mine was very much pretty much just like my purpose. So my mission is to be of service to myself and others, to help us fall in love with ourselves and the feeling of being alive, to build a community of wildly free, untamable hearts, minds, and spirits, driven by passion and motivated by loving action, where expansion and growth is encouraged and acknowledged, where we dance and sing in ecstasy, connected and guided by something greater than ourselves. Love it. Love it. Dance and sing. I will say, like, if that's... There's some, those are some of the words that just pop up. Like, tell me something about Karn. Like, just 
that word dance comes out right away. <laughs> I've been dancing a lot. I have. It's um, good. It's been, yeah, it's been good. But here's the thing, like, it's one of my core values, yet I feel so guilty when I do it. Yeah, that's like not right. in the moment. In the moment, I'm like fully into it, and like I just love it, and I'm so happy. And then the next time, I'm like, yeah, why do we I, feel guilty about things that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, well, what's next? Okay, do you? What's next? Do you want to tell them about our fun, not book club, book club? Well, I guess it's not a book club, but what we will be doing is we will be taking some of these books, reading them and then discussing them, but also encouraging people to follow along, right? Which I think is always cool. Um, I think what would also be cool is like people who do follow along, if there are other recommendations for books too, to send our way. Um, That's that's always cool. You want to tell them which one we're starting with? Yeah. Oh, we are starting with Joe Dispenza's Becoming Supernatural. And I left the book in my bedroom. And here it I go. Is... Oh, you do? Great. Mm-hmm, it's right here. Um... Boom. And you know, here's the thing. I actually, with, with Jordan Spencer's, um, with this book, it was recommended to me in the last two months by so many people that I respect that are like mentors in my life. Mm. And so I think that doing it, is you know it's it's like i can't ignore this message from the universe that's being given to me over and over and over again i was gonna ask that was my next question is how did we get this book like where did this come from because you recommended it but that's cool that's really cool yeah. so um, justin my friend justin Nohama, he's like you have mm-hmm. to just read this because i'll send him a message and i'll be like justin i feel awful tell me everything's going to be okay <laughs> the poor guy and then he's like everything's going to be okay but just read the book i love it perfect well um so basically the topics in the book include demystifying the body's seven energy centers and how you can balance them to heal your body how to free yourself from past reconditioning or and recondition Mm. yourself i actually don't like this description of the book um it's so good okay um how excited are you i'm really excited i am um well just reading it you know i read the uh the foreword and the introduction and then chapter one and i'm like okay well this is interesting you know i think Isn't it uh, interesting that the first chapter is about suicide as well mm-hmm. i know that first story i was like those are the type of things i mean that when i read that first story and some of the feelings that she had questions feelings even like i mean i can't relate to her health issues i never had those health issues but i've had health issues since then yeah right like weird things that have popped up and surgery it's just like crazy things and i'm like it's super interesting i mean remember i had that like i've had all kinds of weird shit but anyway i do um no, I'm excited. So, I'm, I can't wait to talk about it. When are we going to start? We're the end of this week, right? We're starting we, on Friday. We'll go over yeah. the first, so Friday, first chapter. We'll, Friday, we'll discuss the first chapter. 
and then we'll publish that on Friday and then um, put some stuff on social media and people can give feedback there or text us or do whatever's needed. I actually got a ton of messages, by the way, from people who were like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So um, we have, yeah, we have some people joining us and that's always the most exciting part. That is the most exciting part. I love when, when there's a group of people doing this and talking about it. So hopefully we'll get some okay. good engagement with it. All right. Okay. We got to go. Till Friday. Okay. Till Friday.